2: Yes, a
0: good Friday morning to one and all. It is Taz the Moose
2: with you right here. CBS Sports Radios. We come to you live for the Rocket Mortgage by Quick and Loan Studio Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. And CBS Sports Radios toll free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes. You can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Mike Pete across the way. Bogus, your updates. What's up, Taz? How you doing, bud? Uh,
3: good, Moose. Good, good. Looking forward to this uh, big Friday show we got locked in here. We got a couple of BCSs we're going to be doing, uh, uh, NFL style, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, so it's going to be a great show.
2: Yeah, Pat Leonard will join us. Uh, That's New right, York yes. Daily News, talk a little giant football coming up your way uh, a little later on the program as uh, we continue to look around uh, the National Football League and uh, look at training camps as... Uh, you know, camps are open up all over the place, Taz. As uh, rookies reporting, the veterans are sprinkling in all across uh, the National Football League, all across this great country. And you know there are some players that uh, that are not with uh, right. you know some key guys that are holding out, uh, whether it be Melvin Gordon, Michael Thomas, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, that are looking for new uh, brand spanking new contracts. Yeah, contract yeah,
3: and you know you see this uh, as you know right as we go into camp. Sometimes this happens. You know, and, uh, you know, these are, these are several big names here in, in you know, in, in uh, Elliott with the Cowboys and obviously Michael Thomas with the Saints and uh, and Gordon, the running back for the Chargers. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. Um, you know, I mean, especially Michael Thomas, he's like a guy that's just like, there's never, I'm mean, not that I can remember, unless there's something that jumps out to you, like, there's never an issue. He's like an all-business guy. He just, just plays great. He's a great receiver. Um, you know, uh, uh, I think he's like in the top 10 for sure last year in receiving yards. I mean, he's just a top-flight wide receiver. I mean, and he wants to get paid, Moose. Uh, he wants to get paid like he's the best wide receiver in the game, which... It would be tough to argue that.
2: Well, um, tough to argue that he's the best. Yeah, yeah, at least no, that I, he's I, yeah, really good, he, really. He, he, right. Elite, I, I mean, but you know? he is going to get, I mean, he's looking at, for a deal uh, that, uh, you know, in the $20 million range, right? Right, right. I mean, he's per scheduled year. to make yeah. $1.148 million in the final year of his, uh, you know, rookie deal. Yeah. Um, you know, Thomas has has been fantastic. Um, you know, he he's he set a franchise record: 125 catches, 1,405 receiving yards in 2018. Um, the Saints have never paid any skill position player more than 10 million per year. Thomas is looking to double that annual average uh, and looking for a big time deal. I mean, there's no doubt that he's underpaid at 1.1 million and change per season. I don't know if he's necessarily going to get to 20 million, but. Uh, he's going to get more than the ten,
3: right? Well, he should, and he deserves it. I mean, um, and you know, this is a 26 year old player who's in the prime, prime of his career, and he's the real dealio, Moose. And uh, you know, he's all pro receiver. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he gets to 20 million per year. Either. You're basically saying the same thing, right? He's not. You don't think he's going to give him 20 mil per year? Uh, I mean, I don't, don't th-
2: think that. No, but I think he's going to get close. He's going to get close, right? Yeah. yeah,
3: I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean he's you know, he's that much of a difference maker. And, you know, Drew Brees, I mean, this is they just started camp, so you know, he's not going to say anything right now, but I'm sure if this thing lingers and takes too much time, <laughs> I'm sure the awesome Saints quarterback Drew Brees is gonna speak up behind the scenes and say, Yo, can we get a uh, MT uh, back on the field here and get him paid? <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, that's
2: exactly right. <laughs> then you go down to Washington with Trent Williams with the Redskins yeah. who's upset with the medical uh, you know, with uh, the way the medical staff has handled uh his medical conditions over the years culminating with the removal of a growth on his head in the off season, right? So, um, you know, there's a difference of opinion about everything that did transpire. He does have two more years left on his contract, but he could uh, be let go. His 2020 salary is not fully guaranteed. Uh, but Trent Williams, one of the best left tackles in all the National Football League, uh, has yet to report and is not reporting yet. Uh, to the Washington Redskins, he's under contract. He's not searching for a new contract. I mean, I mean, I guess they could pay him to appease him. Right? He just does not feel like he was taken care of properly by the medical staff of the Redskins. Yeah, you and know that's a problem. That,
3: that is a problem, and and he is as advertised. I mean, big number seventy-one is legit. He is a tremendous tackle, and you know, uh, you know, most people, Moose says you know, like the average football fan, they don't think about offensive linemen, but you know, they, they, these guys are vital to the success of any offense. You know, I don't care if you're a center or guard, especially tackles. You know, and and because they're, 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 they're all the rush ends and outside rush and outside blitzing that we've seen so hot, hot, hot in the NFL with defenses. So you need that tackle who's athletic, big, and powerful, and tough to move, and he's that guy, Williams. So yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's interesting that he's, he's and 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 I get it. He's that pissed off at the medical staff. And um, if I am, like, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but if I'm the coach, if I'm the GM, if I'm the owner, I'm going to be like, okay, we can't have a problem here with one of our best players, and he's that upset at the medical staff. We got to make some kind of a change or do something. You got to keep the players happy. They're the guys that are winning games for you and drawing the money. So it'll it, this will be this will be uh you know, we'll keep an eye on this one here. Well, to there's no happens. doubt.
2: I mean, you know, the Redskins' offensive line has been pretty good the past yeah, couple yeah. Of years, I and know. Trent Williams is a big reason why. Then you head out to Los Angeles with the Chargers, Taz, and Melvin Gordon, mm. which we've chatted about before. Uh, but you know, his his holdout is real. It's yeah. not just conversation. Uh, final year of his rookie contract, he's set to make five point six million for the upcoming season. Wants a new deal, has made it perfectly clear he doesn't want to play anywhere else. He's not looking to leave the Los Angeles Chargers organization. He just wants a new contract, and he wants a contract extension, and he wants to be taken care of. And this is going to be very, very tricky for the Los Angeles Chargers where you have a quarterback in Phillip Rivers whose clock is clearly ticking. You know, he's not 25 years of age. You're looking to win. You have a good year last year. Disappointing end the way that you got routed by the New England Patriots up in Foxborough in the NFL postseason. Right. Uh, but you're going to need Gordon, who's a kind of do-it-all type of running back for the Los Angeles Chargers. Not only running it, but catching the ball coming out of the backfield.
3: Absolutely. I'm, you know, he's, he's uh, another one of these difference-make guys, right? As you know, Moose you know, he's a tremendous player. The thing with Gordon, he's got a little bit of a history, you know, getting banged up with some injuries. He does. Sprained MCL late last year. So, you know, and for a running back, and it's like that's the whole thing. We watched Lev Bell take a year off. You know with the Steelers, more or less, I'm throwing it out to like take a year off, but you know what I mean. And you know we talked about the left belt thing forever. Now he's with the Jets. He's got fresh legs, and he did that to like we talk about in basketball with the load management, right? In the NBA, that's kind of what you got with with these running backs down there. You got a guy like Melvin Gordon, who's an excellent athlete, excellent running back, but the in- injuries thing he didn't he didn't crack a thousand yards last year. You know, I mean, he had like eight hundred something yards, eight 800- hundred yards last year so again with the mcl sprained uh knee uh sprained mcl late last uh last year that's a tough thing if they're looking at him as a guy to charge is that eh, are we really going to pay this guy the, the, the you know the farm you know when he you know he's a running back he's not a huge guy and he's got a you know banged up wheel already. You know what I mean? That's that's something that that's going to cross these the, you know ownerships mind and, and the general manager.
2: No, and 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 I get that. Now he did have over thirteen hundred yards of total offense and fourteen touchdowns. I mean, so in those twelve games, he was a, a very productive running back catching the ball. He had nearly five hundred yards receiving and four touchdowns, and also had ten touchdowns on the ground to go along with what you mentioned has. You know, nearly uh nine hundred yards on the ground right. and averaged over five yards a carry.
3: Yeah, I mean no, I i I love the way he runs the ball. He's exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I get it, him. but
2: you're right. The history of
3: injuries for yeah, yeah he, he yeah, that's the thing. That's, well just getting
2: know. a little banged up. He played twelve. That's the law lo- that's the lowest amount of games that he's played in the regular season uh so far in his four year career, uh, since yeah. being a top pick coming uh, out of Wisconsin.
3: And I, you know, I was reading his, his uh his agents they kind of uh, floated the idea around that he'll skip games. Like, you know, just, you know, if he doesn't uh, – that's like the left-belt thing. If he doesn't get a new team or new contract. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if Gordon skips games, that's like, wow. Uh, you know, it's kind of like – like I just said, it feels like the Le'Veon Bell thing.
2: No, and and we'll see how it does play out in Los Angeles with the Chargers and Melvin Gordon. You go down to Houston and Jadavian Cloudy for the Houston Texans. Uh, we know how talented a player he is. He's starting to realize that great talent uh, since he was the the you know the number one overall pick when he was coming out of South Carolina, right? So he is under the franchise tag. He was tagged by the Texans. He has not signed that franchise tender and that tag, which would pay him sixteen million dollars for the upcoming season, very similar to what. Le'Veon Bell was facing last year, right, yeah. being under the franchise tag for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bell decided to sit out the entire year. He didn't care about, what was it, the $14 million that he was due to make last yeah. year. Uh-huh. Uh, decided to let that go. Now, will Jadavian Clowney do the same thing as he's got? I understand we all want, uh, you know, all these guys want long-term, you know, contracts, and they want the big signing bonus and right. the guaranteed money, Taz. He's got guaranteed sixteen million for the upcoming season coming his way.
3: And listen, this as is he a, wants it, right? And he wants it, and when
2: or if he wants it, he's got to sign it
3: first. Right? And like we were just saying about about Melvin Gordon, though, with injuries, like this is another guy. I mean, this guy's a tremendous defensive player. I mean, athletic as heck, big, rangy, um, you know, just a, a, a wrecker on that on on that defense for the Texans. But I mean, really, he's not. You know, he's not a. a um, Titanium type body guy, you know he he's he's an injury away from being done. This guy, I don't want to see it happen to him. I'm not wishing it for him, but I'm just saying, like he's he's not like you know he's been banged up. Um, so that's the thing. If you're gonna go and get these guys, this this type of player, you know, insane amount of money, you got to worry about him being, you know, just uh, just just one injury injury away from you know his his career being messed up because of his history.
2: Yeah, and 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 that's and that's fair, but. When you look at what he was able to do last year, I mean, he is an extremely talented guy. 29
3: sacks. I mean, I know. I mean,
2: over the course of his career, you look at, you know,
3: if Clowney,
2: if the Texans don't pay him, somebody will.
3: Oh, I agree. I I totally do. But the Texans might feel like it's just hasn't. Look, if I'm the Texans, I'm paying them. But I'm just trying to figure how they might be thinking, you know, because they want to get the best deal, the Texans, and the player wants to get the the best deal. So, you know, it's like. You know, if he—that's he, the
2: knock. You're right. That is, that's the knock on Jadavian Clowney. But you know, he's going to land. He
3: would land somewhere. No, no, he no he's going yeah. of course. Yeah. I mean,
2: there were reports a couple days ago about there were, uh, you know, a list of four or five teams that were calling the Houston Texans, looking to acquire Jadavian Clowney. The, the New York Jets being one of those teams. Yeah. Um okay. And uh, he is uh, a supremely gifted athlete. A little, uh, a little banged up over the course of his career. Now the question for him is. You know, can he get the big money contract that he's looking for? Um, and how big of a holdout is this going to be? Or will he play under the franchise tag, Taz, if that big money long term deal doesn't come his way?
3: Yeah, the tags were, what, what did you say? Is it like 15 mil? 16. Oh, 16 mil. Okay. So, I mean,. It's not too shabby, right?
2: (laughs) Well, no, it's not. It's not, but, you know, he also plays a very physical position. Sure, sure. Uh, He plays a position in which, you know, he could blow out a knee or break a leg or do, you know, where then all of a sudden uh, he looks a lot different as a player moving forward than he does right now, so... Uh, that's where he's coming from. But uh, you're right. 16 million is nothing to scoff at. I'll
3: n- take 16 million for the next year. I'll even take 13 million. Yeah, but um, <laughs> Six, five. No, exactly. I'm looking. I'll take four. No. Uh, and the like guy was saying with the injuries and you mentioned knee. You know, I mean, and this guy is a guy, not to beat a dead horse in with Clowney, but you know, knee injuries throughout his career. I mean, uh, what was, it? was his rookie year was it 2013, 2014, and. You know, he missed a significant, you know, chunk of the rookie season, his rookie season, because of the knee. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but like I said at the top of talking about Clowney, when this guy's healthy, Moose, says you know, this 26-year-old kid is a stallion, man. He can go.
2: No, he can. There's no doubt. Another young guy that can go is Ezekiel Elliott. As, uh, you know, the Cowboys' uh, wheels were up yesterday uh, down in Texas as they were flying out to California uh, where they hold their training camp, Taz. Um, they were going camping. They were going camping, right? And interesting, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, all the, you know, uh, it looked like all the writers, the guys that cover the team were on the same flight. Well, uh, maybe they had two flights or whatever it might be, uh, two different airplanes. Uh, but the team was flying out to California. All the guys that uh, that were set and ready to practice and participate, trying to make the Dallas Cowboys in 2019, heading out to California. One of the players that was not on that airplane uh, was Ezekiel Elliott. Now, he's not officially a holdout yet because the Cowboys didn't officially open up training camp yet. So that's later on this morning out west in California. If he's there, he's not late. If he's not there, add him to the list of holdouts of guys that we're running through here. Yeah. As we know, Elliott looking for a contract extension. We know how productive he has been. We know how the importance that he holds – uh, in the Dallas Cowboys offense, not only to the team success, the individual success of Dak Prescott, alleviating the passing pressure on him by being so exquisite at running the football and putting the Cowboys uh, ahead of the chains in third and short situations, Taz. So, um, you know, Elliott's got a big chip in the old game, and mm. reportedly the Cowboys and his representatives have had conversations and they've talked about it. It's not like the Cowboys just are completely against given Ezekiel Elliott a contract extent, they just have not reached that deal yet.
3: Yeah, I mean, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys here, you you got to kind of, you know, you, you got to get that bring struck backed up a little bit. Uh, you got you to gotta pay this guy. This is the, the top rusher, the leading rusher in Zeke Elliott. He is, you know, I understand his off-field stuff and everything, but once that whistle blows and that ball's kicked off, this guy is a player. He is uh, a tremendous, tremendous back, and... Is a massive part of that offense. And I'll tell you, I'm not a huge Dak Prescott supporter, the quarterback for the Cowboys, but, you know, Zeke makes Dak much better. So, which in turn makes the whole offense better. They got to, you know, you got to pay him. I I understand his, I understand the whole deal right now with him, but it's like you still got to try to get this guy happy um, the best you can. And you just got to hope that. He keeps his head on straight, you know, off the field. That's the other thing with him. So it's it's always something, you know. All right,
2: so we ran through five guys there. Yes. Clowney, Gordon, um, Trent Williams, uh, Michael Thomas, and Ezekiel Elliott. Yes. Which guys hold out last the longest?
3: Wow. Um... Mm-hmm. Trent Williams with the Skins,
2: Michael Thomas with the Saints, Elliott with the Dallas Cowboys, Melvin Gordon with the Chargers, and Jadavian Clowney with the Houston Texans.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna say the guy who I feel has the most leverage, and that's Ezekiel Elliott. I think Elliott's hold out long. What do you think? Um I say he's, I, he is. Do you do you agree with that sense that he is the most leverage? I would agree. I, yeah, I, okay, I agree okay. with you there. I don't, I don't disagree with that.
2: I think you can go either. I think you can
3: go any of the ways. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, well, tell me. I you know you don't, don't even know who you're going to nah, say. No, I have a feel. I don't want to. I have a feeling you're going to say Michael Thomas. I don't know why. I just feel like you're going to say Michael Thomas.
2: Um, no, actually, I was going to say Gordon. Really? All uh, right, the
3: Chargers. Uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. uh, based on the injury, uh, history, based on uh. As you know, they've hinted, as you mentioned, Taz, about him missing games in the regular season due to make five point six million dollars. I think you go either. I think you go anyway. I mean, because yeah, it, yeah. it's fascinating when you look at it. You know, the the guy that's most severely under. I mean, we're talking about Clowney's due to make sixteen million, right? Right. Gordon's due to make $5.6 million. Trent Williams is holding out because he doesn't trust the medical staff down in Washington, doesn't feel like he's been taken care of properly. So that has nothing to do with finances. That That's a weird to, one, right? Doesn't yeah, it it does. Well, but if you're him, you're saying oh, something, right. You know, yeah. right? And uh, you feel like you've not been taken care of properly. If you're him, you're a professional athlete. Not only that, I mean, if they were winning, it would be one thing. They stink. So right. uh, at least you want to know that as an athlete, that task. They're they're treating you and, and no, you feel I, like you're getting the best care possible. Of course,
3: but you're, you're a Redskins fan your whole life, and I'm yeah. I assume out of I know you you speak bluntly about how bad your team is as I do with my Bills. But I'm sure you're a Trent Williams fan. I'm sure. Oh, he's yeah. great! Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, that's, wanna, yeah. If I'm a Redskins fan. I, I want this guy on my team still. Yeah. Taz, <laughs> you know? if,
2: if the Redskins let go of Trent Williams or and decide to part ways, you know, he'd be picked up in five minutes.
3: Oh, no doubt about it. There's no doubt. I mean, There's thirty no doubt. seconds. No doubt. I mean, he's great. He, he's he's, a,
2: great he's, great, he's yeah. a great offensive tackle. He's a great offensive he, tackle. He'd be picked up in in an yeah. Um And then he, the guy that's most the most severely underpaid
3: though is Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas, yes, right. yes, yes.
2: I, I mean, at $1.148 Now that's based on, wow. obviously, he was, uh, I, deal, I believe, right. right, a rookie contract. I believe he was, a. I think, a second-round draft choice when he was taken coming out of Ohio State. Uh, I believe Thomas was. 125 catches last year, over 1,400 receiving yards, um, and he's looking for an average of, of more than $20 a year, and he's due to make $1.1 million. That's the guy... And maybe you're right. Maybe it ends up being him because that's the guy that's probably the most dissatisfied because yeah. his production is there with the elite of the elite of the NFL.
3: It really is. And I really think having a guy like Drew Brees in your corner behind the scenes is gonna help Michael Thomas immensely. You know, and 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 I would think Kamara's in his corner too. You know, any of those top offensive guys. You Makes need your job easier. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. And he is just he's an awesome receiver and um you know, I mean, like I said, he's in—he's a top ten, top ten receiver. I'm trying to see where he is. I'm looking at the list right now. He, he's in the top ten for sure. Uh, he's number six in receiving yards. Yeah. I'm not a stats guy, but he's number six, uh, right under Juju Smith shoots uh, in between him and uh, and uh, Deva- uh, Adams. So, yeah, you know. I mean his production is off the charts. Yeah, all right? yeah,
2: I mean it just is, and and every receiver is a little bit different. As you're going to say, he's as explosive as say. Um, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is as explosive as. Uh, Hopkins uh, uh, yeah, uh, or right. Mike
3: Evans. Maybe, right. maybe not.
2: Probably not. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Hill but to, uh, but no. he's a, a pass catching machine.
3: And he's not a headache. No. He's not he's a headache. Not. He's no. just, he's all business. He plays the game, plays the game right. And and he just p- produces, you yeah, know? Yeah,
2: and it's, it's the worst nightmare if you're a fan of one of these teams where you have a big-time player that's holding out.
3: Right, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. the
2: guys can't – you can't step in. Nobody's going to replace Michael Thomas. No one's replacing Trent Williams. No one's replacing Jadavian Clowney. No one's replacing Gordon or, right. or Ezekiel Elliott if that holdout does become official later on today on California for the Dallas Cowboys. Those guys, those pro- that production – and what they are as players, that's why they're seeking the money they're seeking. They're special.
3: Of course, they are special. <clears throat> and they feel now's the time to get that money. Because, you know, you, you at this age, at this point, in your prime, which doesn't last forever, um, you know, this it, it, is when you want to get paid. Yeah, that's it.
2: 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227 is your number to call. It's Taz and the Moose with you right here on this Friday morning on CBS Sports Radio.
1: Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
2: All right, time right now to Ask the Pros, where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. submit your question, be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. Day. Taz of the Moose with you here on this uh, Friday morning on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Sirius and XM Channel 206, great affiliates all across the country. We'll get into how Kevin Durant is influencing his injury, is influencing the Indianapolis Colts. We'll get into that. We'll do that next. But Andrew Bogish is in the house. What's up, Andrew?
4: Hey, guys. Hello. Good morning. Hello. I'm here Good morning. with a report yes. that is sponsored by Wrangler Outdoor. Pants and shirts made. With durable fabrics, moisture management, and UPF 30 protection, Wrangler Outdoor Clothing with outdoor credibility and everyday versatility, try them on today. It's rare when you get out of the shower at 3.30 a.m. Eastern and Ooh. there's still a baseball game going on, but that was me and the Orioles and the Angels this morning. They played for almost another hour before the O's finally landed the knockout punch. 2-0 pitch, swinging a high fly ball, right field and deep. Calhoun is back on it, and that ball is gone! It carries out of here!
2: Jonathan Villar with a two-run home run! And the Orioles have the lead back at
4: 10 8. That's Jim Hunter on O's Radio. Jonathan VR's two run, two out homer finally made the difference. Baltimore had scored three in the 15th, only to blow that lead. They finally win 10 8 in 16 with center fielder Stevie Wilkerson working. A one, two, three, final inning. I
5: think that was a gutsy performance by everybody. You know, um, we stuck it out, and uh, anytime you come on top in a, in a game of that length and and uh, that type of game, um, you know, it's a good feeling. Wilkerson
4: is the first position player ever to record a save. The Crazy. game took six hours. Throwing the ball like fifty miles an hour. Yeah, and they officially called them curveballs. Oh, but is that what they were? Doing? That was just. The, I thought it was a knuckler. Well, I couldn't, that's I couldn't what really I thought. Tell. But like the official, like stat cast thing says curveball. But I think that was just the knack. Natural, like, he'll throw it up to get it into <laughs> home plate, and none it's of them like got a
3: high arc softball.
4: You ever see yeah, that? yeah, that's tough yeah. to hit that. Yeah, you know, those, are, highest, tough those are tough things to right hit. About that.
2: F- well, the... because you you have the propensity to just pop them up.
3: Yeah, yes. i I played one time like uh, with buddies this few years ago. I. I couldn't touch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the ball's coming like 30 miles an hour. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's, you got to time. It's all timing. It's so all yeah. timing. You're yeah. exactly right. Barrel it up. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the,
4: the first guy up for the Angels in that last inning, Brian Goodwin, was so angry like the disdain with which he was in the batter's box <laughs> swinging at these pitches uh, and fouling them off and missing them. Yeah. He was so upset that it was ha- happening, and then he made it, and then he flew at the center field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny. Uh, these guys are used to getting gassed on at you know what I mean? So that they, they game ended at 4:30? Uh, they pl- yeah, just shy of 4:30. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a long yeah. night. Uh, of just right. 14 innings in Kansas City last night. Cleveland finally winning 5-4, improving <laughs> to 15-4 and four in July, but they could not get any closer to the first-place twins.
1: High in the air, right center field. Engel just going to look up, and that one is gone. Nelson Cruz with three homers tonight. Stay
4: hot, Nelly. Dan Whoa. Gladden on Twins Whoa, Radio. Whoa. Whoa. 39-year-old Whoa. Nelson Cruz. Whoa. The first three-homer game of his career just two days after 36-year-old Robinson Cano got his many a 10-3 decision over the White Sox in Chicago. They remain two games clear of Cleveland, Texas, an 11-3 win in Oakland. The Mariners took care of the Tigers 10-2. And the Red Sox destroyed the Yankees 19-3 to start a Whoa. four-game series wow. at Fenway. Xander Bogart went deep twice, drove in four. Seven other Red Sox have also had multiple RBI last night. Rays ace Blake Snell left loose bodies removed from his left elbow on Monday. Snell is out into September. And former All-Star shortstop Troy Tulowitzki is retiring as for next week's trade deadline mlb.com now expects the surging giants to hold on to madison bumgarner san francisco just three and a half games out of a wild card spot all nfl first round picks are now signed the niners and number two pick nick bosa went first yesterday then the jets inked number three quinn and williams the alabama d tackle ends up missing one full squad training camp practice Ezekiel Elliott could still show up in Oxnard, California this morning. The Cowboy running back was not on the team flight there yesterday, though. And a quick college hoops note, Kentucky at Texas Tech. Tennessee at Kansas, the headlining games for the annual SEC Big 12 Challenge, held this coming season on January 25th.
2: Boys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Uh, as we head out to Indianapolis, Taz, because um, Andrew Luck Limited, first training camp practice, right, and uh, lost all of 2017 to a shoulder injury, uh, has been dealing with a calf injury. Um and already missed the team's entire off season program with that calf injury, mm. and their head coach Frank Reich um basically was asked if you know Durant and Kevin Durant and his Achilles rupture um you know led to them being cautious with Andrew luck, and he said, you know we didn't really talk about it, but I think we all knew it it was certainly uh I was certainly thinking about it when you see something like that happen, you're like, oh yeah. That's why we do what we're doing now and being cautious with Andrew Luck dealing with that calf injury. Now, they're different athletes. They certainly are. And you're you're asking your body to do different things, um, especially when you look at the explosiveness uh, that you're seeing on, not saying that Andrew Luck is not explosive, but it's just different when you're looking on yeah. an NBA court as compared to the National Football League, right? Yeah. Uh, which could or could not lead to a run. But it it does show you everyone's watching. I mean, so when you're you're looking at star players, not saying that, you know, Golden State, I mean, there was a risk that he could rupture his Achilles tendon. We went down that road. But it's interesting that the Indianapolis Colts looked at what happened to Kevin Durant and said, you know what, let's be extra cautious here with Andrew Luck.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's smart by the Colts and by by Frank Reich and stuff. I, the coach there, I do think it's smart what they're doing by, by being careful. Look, he injured, you know, Colt. Uh, Colt, how am I doing? Uh, Luck injured the calf, you know, and uh, during the spring. So you know and it can we have as we've seen this can turn into it goes straight down into the Achilles so you got to be careful with that um but i think you make a good point moose about you know it's totally different your, your body does different things as an nba player compared to an nfl player you're also playing on different surface you know when nba players playing on the hardwood which is like damn cement where nfl players are playing on a softer surface so if they're training let's say hypothetically on natural grass it's a little bit easier on your lower leg, your lower leg joints and whatnot, and your muscles and bones and everything. Or you're playing on field turf, which is the, most of the. Some people call it artificial turf. It's not artificial turf anymore. It's called field turf. Mm-hmm. So and it's a softer surface, as you know, Moose. So that that does help a little bit too. But hey, listen, it's you know Andrew Luck. I mean, he he's the guy. He knows that playbook like the back of his hand. If i the Colts, there's no rush to get him back. Just keep an eye on it. You know, especially after that horrible uh, that what he's dealt with, luck with the shoulder and stuff, into the you know that whole thing that devastating injury he had. Uh, I've had shoulder injuries, I've had leg injuries, and the shoulder injury is a lot worse. I can tell you, it's tough to come back from. And I'm not an NFL quarterback, so trying to throw the football. And and
2: last year, you could clearly see the arm strength wasn't what it once was. Right? right. right? There were some footballs, especially on the long out patterns, Taz, that had a tendency to hang in the air a little bit longer than what we're used to in terms of driving the football. That's where you'll see some of that. When, when NFL teams talk about lack of arm strength, it's not a matter of whether or not you could throw the ball 55 yards down the field. Of course, you don't know, want guys to be able to do that. It's the quickness and the velocity on the football when you're, throwing from, uh, when you're throwing to the sideline, especially the long based on the hash marks in the NFL. They're much different than college football, especially when you're at one hash mark and you're throwing the opposite field and that hash mark on an out pattern that's where, and then if the ball has a tendency to hang in the air, sure. then it has a tendency to get picked off by cornerbacks of because it's it's an opportunity as you're looking at well the
3: defense is tracking the ball correct right, correct
2: right, right. so that's what NFL teams are talking about arm strength for quarterbacks they're looking at that kind of route in particular and you saw a little bit for Landry Luck not saying that he's got all of a sudden right. a Chad Pennington arm but so it's it wasn't not the same zip it's not the same zip that he right, had right. before that shoulder injury and and maybe he's got a little bit more velocity this year but. It's smart, as you mentioned it. It's smart for the Indianapolis yeah, Colts. And you is. look around and just when you're thinking about and you say to yourself, all right, maybe we'll take a risk or maybe we'll take a gamble. Or, you know, the doctor said he can't hurt any longer. And then you see the Durant example and and Durant situation flare up. You say, well, it's not the same sport, but, you know, let's protect the asset that we have. Now, the Indianapolis Colts, I mean, listen, listen, if the Super Bowl was held in, in May, Andrew Luck was dealing with this calf injury, mm. Andrew Luck's going to go play in the Super
3: Bowl. Yeah, they're going to tape it up. I, gonna mean, so, yeah, I mean, he's yeah.
2: going to play. So, right, right, I mean, right. we're talking about the offseason programming and training camp and to play to your point, <clears> Taz, <throat> as he was the 2018 Comeback Player of the Year and he knows the playbook like the back of his sure, head.
3: no problem there, right? And and the offensive players, the skill uh, set position players, know his style, know his release point of the football, know know how he rolls out or whatever when he does a straight drop back pass, wherever it is. They know him. So it's like if he's out a little bit, no problem. Reports are, though, he, he, apparently yesterday he did take part in some of the individual drills, the quarterback drills, at right. the start of practice. Then the, the rest of the ses- session, he watched from the sideline. So, I mean, if I'm the Colts, I would do the same thing. There's no reason right now. With Durant, right? With, with the is, it was a whole different thing. Well, they're playing for a in championship. The, in the finals. It's right. Just after and, the whole and, year. And he you know. had
2: to agree to do it. It wasn't just getting medically cleared. I mean, it, there's a scenario. But, you know, it would almost be worse if you're a team like Indianapolis to push your quarterback dealing with a calf injury and, you know, but maybe it led them to even be even more cautious with Andrew Luck. And that's what they got to do. You got to protect the asset. How many times have we talk about the quarterback sure. has – be in the most important position uh, in the National Football League. So, a couple of days ago, we we talked about a Kansas City Chiefs BCS, but then we got caught up into some other things. We're going to do that BCS next.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. Who's under more pressure for the Kansas City Chiefs? We'll do a little BCS solo on one team. Who's facing more pressure? We'll give you the names, and then we BCS Bench Cut Start. We'll do that next as we're rolling right along on this Friday morning. It's Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio.
1: Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
2: All right, on this Friday morning, Taz and the Moose with you. A lot of football early on. Pat Leonard, Daily News, talking a little Giants, will join us uh, a little later on in the program, coming your way third and final hour uh, for Big Blue. And Eli Manning, uh, bounce back, or I would say push back, on Odell Beckham Jr. yesterday. Uh, we can get into that in a little bit as well, but uh, Taz, um, we got a little BCS here.
3: What's going on in there? I'm in the control room, Billy. Well, walked I got in. the donuts today. Oh, wait a minute, I didn't know. Hold on a second. You bought donuts? Yeah, it was uh, yeah. I got uh-huh. donuts. I uh, hey, Billy, how are you, Billy? Billy, Billy's and waving. took
2: care of Billy because. Uh, the other day with Mickey Deere, said, whatever.
3: Well, what's yeah. this? And you got, you got, you, oh, I see. So you bought donuts for everyone and you bought yourself an iced tea. Well, nice. an iced coffee. Oh, good for you, pal. Well, you have a coffee. Uh, well, I have a half a coffee, but.
2: Oh, stop. You <laughs> throw half of that away. <laughs> You sip on that well, all morning because long. Because I
3: have a 24-ouncer before then, the show, that's why. And
2: then why. you throw it into the garbage it's violently too into
3: the last break. <laughs> no, no, and thank you for the donuts. There. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. No, oh.
2: it's for the... It's well, for the you me- just
3: did it subtly. You didn't, like, make an announcement or nothing? Why? Did you <laughs> well, because I, that's you take my way. You're taking it to me just going low-key yeah, Jones. Right, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Low
2: key Jones oh, yeah, right, yes. You're Mr. Low-key Jones. No, no. That's me. I told Billy the other day, I go, you know, can you run down to Dunkin? I'll give you cash on Friday to take care of it. He said, yeah, no problem.
1: Wow,
3: that's really nice, Moose. Is that a whole box Boston cream? No, mixed it up. <laughs> that would be funny.
4: Mixed, yeah, it's wow, all, Boston, sport, right. all Boston. Everyone, right? They're Boston Premies. What
3: the
2: hell's going on here? Moose must have bought Oh, that's funny. Uh, but yes, donuts uh, Donuts
3: for everyone. Awesome.
2: Great. Uh, that's great. Mike, summertime. you can put those in the newsroom. It's not just for the show. You, so you Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? Well, not just well, for the I'll show. Well, bring them in here Who first. Who
3: else is doing stuff? No, 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 no. Taz gets first. No, no. Moose is right. No, Mike, Mike, put them in the newsroom. I'm teasing. I'm joking.
1: Put him in the newsroom. No, no, no. Come Newsroom, no, come on, put on him in a newsroom. Put him in there. put him in the newsroom. You don't know what to do. Uh, no, no. This,
3: it's so
0: uh, natural uh, seeing Mike
2: with
3: food in his yeah, hand. I
0: didn't Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. That was a layup. Did you get it? That
3: was a layup. Yes, that is, yes. Uber eats. <laughs> basketball drives. Layup? Uh, very
2: uh, maybe nice. only I got the nice. joke. Anyway, <laughs> um, so um uh, Taz, we are about a Kids a little BCS, right? So we're talking about under pressure. Um, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. Yes. Who's under the most (laughs) pressure? Let's get to it. Here's a little BCS.
1: It's now time to bench, cut, or start with Taz and the Moose. Bench, Bench cut, start. Bench, Bench cut, start. Bench, cut, start.
5: Bench, cut, start. Bench, Bench cut,
3: start. 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 So, just so we're clear, you laid it out perfectly, Moose. I want the people... You people listening to us right now, you need to understand what Moose is saying. Who's under the most pressure? Not who's the best or who's the most important person on the Chiefs. Who's under the most pressure? 855-212-4227. All right. The options, as you said, Moose, are Pat Mahomes, Tariq Hill, uh, and head coach Reed. I'm going to bench Mahomes. I'm going to cut Hill. And I'm going to start Andy Reid. So, I'm going to start Andy Reid because he's the head honcho. He's the head coach. He's been there long enough. He's had a long-ass tenure as a head coach. You know what? And I think I think it's it's time for him to, to go to the big dance here and stuff like that. So, the pressure's on him. So, I'm going to start Andy Reid. I'm cutting Hill. Listen, Hill's got, obviously, a plethora of issues off the field. Um, no doubt on the field, he's a tremendous, tremendous explosive receiver and, and an amazing player. But uh, I'm cutting him for several different reasons. But... Yeah, I'm going to cut Hill, and I'm going to bench Pat Mahomes. I think Mahomes, uh, awesome young quarterback, athletic, does these crazy throws, got a great arm. Um, Everyone loves Pat Mahomes. Why not? You should love Pat Mahomes. But I do think that there's pressure on him, but he did perform well last year. So, I mean, that's why I'm putting more pressure on the head coach. Pat Mahomes was second as far as passing yards last year. You know, Ben Roethlisberger was first, and Pat Mahomes had over 5,000 yards pass. Mm. So, I mean, you know, geez, I mean, how much better do you want the kid to play? So, there's my BCS. I laid it out. I'm going to uh, bench Mahomes, cut Hill, start Reed. All how
2: right. How about you, sir? Um, so, we agree, and we kind of disagree. All right. Right? So, uh, I am going to, in terms of most pressure, uh, I am going to bench Tyreek Hill. Okay. Because... Tyree Hill has got a lot of off the field issues that yeah. are well publicized, well documented. He didn't get suspended this go around, but he does not have any sort of wiggle room whatsoever. We know about the domestic violence, which got kicked him off the team at Oklahoma State by Mike Gundy. Right. Right. We know about the accusations of physical abuse to his three year old son uh, during the course of this offseason, Taz, to where. You know, authorities thought a crime was committed. They could not figure out whether it was Tyreek Hill or his fiance that committed uh, the, the, the abuse to their son. So, there's a lot of, you know, not good things surrounding Tyreek Hill, right? Tyreek Hill, the individual, the man, the way that he conducts his life away from the football field. He's a great football player, but in terms of pressure to get things right, to turn his life around, I'm going to, I am going to bench Tyreek Hill, I'm going to cut Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The reason why I'm going to cut Patrick Mahomes is... I, I Even coming off an unbelievable year... Sure. I don't think he faces as much pressure as the other two. Okay. Um, and I might... He, he needs to perform, back up what he did. No one wants to look at it and be like, Oh, it's a one-year wonder. I get all that. And no one thinks that it's a one-year wonder. He's going to be an absolute superstar in this National Football League. Hopefully for the next 10, 12 years, Taz. But in terms of this, the idea... I, I think he faces the least amount of pressure as compared to the other two, right. so I'm cutting Patrick Mahomes. And then I'm starting Andy Reid. Uh, listen, Andy Reid, postseason success has not gone hand in hand. He's a tremendous regular season head coach. You throw in the fact of, of how the organization handled Tyreek Hill as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you throw in the fact that... Uh, and know, the running
3: back. Uh, uh, that's not with the Browns. Browns, yeah. Correct. Browns. Uh, I
2: mean, so you look at... Yeah, in Kareem Hunt. Hunt, Hunt so Hunt, you yes. look at you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, there's there's distractions away from the field, issues away from the field, then on the field, they've been great in the regular season and they have a, a downturn in the postseason. They don't play like they do in the regular season. Right, now yeah. they made changes, right? New defensive coordinator, changed up a lot of personnel on that sure. defense as well, in step Frank Clark mm-hmm. from the Seattle yeah, Seahawks yeah. and everything in life. But Reed faces a lot of pressure to get this right this year um, and get this Chiefs team to a Super Bowl and have that regular season success equate into the NFL playoffs. So I'm benching Hill, cutting Mahomes, starting Andy Reid. it
3: has been there like six years, Reed. too. Yeah, he's been there a while. Enough already. Get this done. Yeah, yeah, he's got to win in the postseason. Chiefs Nation wants it. All right, Mike, what do you got?
5: All right, my BCS for this Chiefs pressure, I am benching Patrick Mahomes, I'm cutting Andy Reid, and I am starting Tyreek Hill. I'll start with Hill. If he doesn't perform on the field, his track record off the field. I mean, we've said this before. He shouldn't even be with the Chiefs right now. What we heard, the audio was disgraceful. But because he's so talented and such a good player, he's getting a second chance, and they and they want him on the field. The second this guy becomes an average NFL player and doesn't perform on the field, his what he did off the field, mm. I could Less see Less patience with him. It's like okay, you're not yeah. that you know you're not performing on the field. We've had this, you have this nasty history off it. See you later. We don't want to deal with it. So from my perspective, he's got pressure to perform because he he doesn't have any, what happened off the field. He's got to get it done or I don't see any other NFL team wanting to pick him up. Uh, I'm cutting Andy Reid and you guys made great points about everything he's done. He's got to finally perform, but what does it matter? I mean, every year he'll go 11 and five, 12 and four, make it to the playoffs. They're not going to fire him. So Yeah, it'd be great. He's got pressure to win a Super Bowl. Every coach has pressure to win the Super Bowl. But his job security is there. So I think I'll cut Andy Reid. And I'm benching Patrick Mahomes. He's somewhere in between the two. He had such a great year that he wants to follow it up and be fantastic. So he's going to put pressure on himself to be great and be that MVP quality of player. But at the same time, you know, he's just in his second season, in the or his third season, but second season as a starter in the league, so there's still room for growth, and you would expect some bumps to come along the way.
2: All right, so there you go. All right, the Biseglia BCS. All right, Pilati?
0: I agree with Moose on this BCS. Uh, Andy Reid is under the most pressure of anybody on this list, and he needs to win a ring. Right. Uh, so I'm benching Tyreek Hill, I'm cutting Patton Holmes, I'm starting Andy Reid. I agree with Moose. There you go. All right. I like queso. Okay, no
2: problem. (laughs) So, uh, you know, and and for a team that has the high expectations, and here's where you give them credit: they realized in the off season, uh, shortly after they got eliminated by the Patriots, Taz, um, in the AFC Championship game.
3: Saluta. Yes. That. uh, Thank you.
2: That Bob Sutton was no longer working as defensive coordinator. And in steps back no. So they realized that they needed to bring about change to get where they were going. Right. Right. right, right so that's right. where that's where I give the Chiefs credit because there's a lot of organizations that say, Ah, you know what? Let's run it back. We're good enough. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah. no, they were like, you know what, this isn't good enough. Right. We we need yeah. to do it differently. And we'll see if that now equates not only to a great regular season, Taz, but also a great performance in the (laughs) NFL playoffs.
3: And last year, you know, look, they go 12-4 and the Chiefs. It was such a fun team to watch out of the West. They were just – they really were spectacular. I mean, and the Chargers were also in the same conference. But I'm saying the Chiefs – we were we were locked in. We're, we're not Chiefs fans. No. You know, but they, they, were, they were fun to watch. They were fun to watch. You
2: know, so. I mean, they were a fun offense. A fun offense. And, um, and I, I would imagine they're just going to be, and they've got a great orchestrator of that offense, you know, the play calling of Reed, you know, but also the dynamic playmaking ability of Patrick Mahomes.
3: You know, Moose, it would be interesting, just speaking of Mahomes, it would be interesting to see this coming season, you know, these D coordinators – and these defensive players now they got a lot more tape as the yes. word goes right on Mahomes they to do. see if he could be as as uh, you know dynamic as he was all year Mahomes. It'd no,
4: it's
2: true. You know what? But he's so great on the move. I know. In a broken play, can coach against I lengthen him. out that play. That's difficult to coach against. I know. You know, it's not like it's a system. Like it's uh, you know Bill Walsh and the West Coast offense. Right. Get the ball out of your hands. This is the way we're going to do it. I mean, Mahomes is kind of a guy that does it differently. Eyes, you know, very differently than anybody else. Yeah. Rogers esque. Special player. He really is. The Steelers showing confidence in their head coach. And how about Eli Manning pushing back on Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah. We'll get into that next. It's Tazaboose on this Friday morning. CBS Sports Radio. uh,
0: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,